0: Welcome to the Med Device Talent Podcast, hosted by Mike Adamo, 20 year recruiting industry veteran and the number one headhunter in the med device industry. A place for executives at all levels, from recent college graduates to vice presidents, to get career advice to help them get where they want to go in the medical device industry. Hey, this is Mike Adamo. Thanks for tuning in again today, and I hope you're having a fabulous 2017 for your career. It's hard to believe it's almost the end of January, and uh, I'm hitting my goals hard, and I hope you are too. In fact, part of my goals is to keep podcasting on a weekly basis, and I think I'm pretty doing pretty good on that. Uh, my YouTube, not so much, but uh, I have published, I think, four YouTubes this year, and uh, I need to get on it and get a few more going. Uh, but today's topic is an article that I wrote that will appear on LinkedIn probably after this podcast comes out. So depending on when you download this and listen to this, that article might be up already, or you might be getting a sneak preview. Let's talk about the topic for today. So the article that I wrote, at least the working draft, is, is it really time to look for a new job, or are you just being impulsive? And this is a really good subject, especially at the beginning of a year, right? Because this is the time where a lot of people through the holidays, are very reflective about their career. They go into the new year, and if you're paid a bonus on an annual basis, you're getting that bonus. You've either gotten it or you're getting it at the end of the first quarter. So you're thinking, this is a pretty good time to look around. So the question is, is this the time to look for a job, or are you just being impulsive? So there's a few things that I always look at when I consider this type of move. and you know, Keep in mind, I talk to hundreds of people a month, about making a move, and sometimes it's the right time and sometimes it's not. And I don't believe as a recruiter that I need to uh, wave a magic wand or dangle a stopwatch and kind of hypnotize anybody to be making a move. I believe that my job is to help individuals think through their career and determine when the right time is to make a move so that they can meet their goals, not mine. And that's interesting, right? Because there's a lot of recruiters out there that'll push you to make a move because they're trying to meet their goals. And for most recruiters, what's their goal? Make money, make a commission. So of course, they're going to have a vested interest in motivating you to make a move. So let's talk about when it's time to make a move and when it's not so that you can have this thought out for yourself so that you can own your career and then you're not being driven by someone else's agenda. So the first thing that I would look at is what's your relationship with your boss? At the end of the day, what we find is that people leave bad bosses to go to better bosses, or they leave leaders to go to better leaders. So the first thing you have to ask yourself is, how is your relationship with your leader? Do you respect this person? Are they a mentor for you? Are they someone that you're learning and growing from? And do you feel like there's still runway in that relationship or runway in your career for that person to help you? Because if the answer is no, then you have an issue, and that is certainly a reason to look for a new job, either internal to your company or, of course, external to your company, because if your boss doesn't have your back and you don't have a great relationship and you're not learning from this person, that's an issue. Number two, what's your career plan? Right, we've talked a lot about having a career plan in this podcast, and you better have one. And so making a move or deciding when to make a move is as simple as assessing your career plan, understanding where you're at, versus where you want to be, what you're able to accomplish in your current role and organization, and determining if that still fits your career plan or if your career plan drives you to find another opportunity that more easily or more directly allows you to achieve the goals in your career plan. So refer to that career plan. Number three, how long have you been there? I am not here to make you into a job hopper. Do not become a job hopper. Job hopping is a Career killer. So let's talk a little bit about what job hopping is. Although I'm going to put a link in the show notes to an article I wrote that was actually one of my most popular articles on LinkedIn about job hopping and how it can ruin your career. So for me, job hopping is consistently staying at companies for less than three years. You want to have at least three years' tenure at each organization you work for or more accurately, you want to have an average of three years because, you know, if you made a bad move, I'm not saying you should stick it out for three years. You need to make the decision, make a call, and get out of there. But if you're constantly making a move in under three years or just around three years, you're either constantly making bad decisions or you're not sticking to it hard enough. And you need to because in order for you to advance your career, in order for companies to invest in you in progressive levels of responsibility, you need to show that you have loyalty and that you're able to stick it out to create accomplishments. Again, there's a ton to this. I'll probably do a podcast about job hopping, and um, there's my article in there that you can check out. But on average, you should have three years at each company. And, and the way I look at this is, um, as a recruiter, I pull out your resume, I look when you graduated college, and then I look at how many jobs you've had since you graduated and now, and then I divide the number of jobs by the number of years. And guess what? If it's less than three, we got a problem, and my clients are going to be less interested in you. Now, you know, there's there's different industries and different things that might make this vary, so don't be sending me a bunch of angry emails, but I'm just giving you general corporate advice to advance your career and be where you want to be, and sticking it out is important. So if it's less than three years, you got to think hard about, what. why am I making the move? And again, if you made a poor decision, you made a poor decision, get out of there. But if not, see if there's ways that you can salvage it or um, take on another opportunity inside the organization Or um, renegotiate your role so that you're doing things that meet your career plan and allow you to maintain that stability in your career. On the other side of it is you don't want to have been there too long. I was just talking to somebody that's been at their company now for 14 years. And that's great. That's really loyal. And the organization, I'm sure, loves that. But at the end of the day, it's not giving your career love because people are going to ask can you adapt and change to a new environment each company has a specific way of doing things a specific culture and if you get too deeply ingrained in one organization other companies and recruiters are not going to look at you they're going to have a harder time pulling you out so the sweet spot is around 7 to 10 years per company and when you're getting you know that 7 year itch or that 10 year kind of now I got to go that's the time you really need to look closely because otherwise you risk cutting off career options and growth for the opportunity to stay where you are. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But realize you're making a choice by doing nothing, by not leaving your company at the 10-year mark or 11-year mark, you're likely making the choice to stay there much longer. And then you're going to leave on their terms. Because here's the other part that people don't think about. Sure, at the 10, 12, 13-year mark, things are hunky-dory. The company's going great. And then at the 14, 15-year mark, things get tough. And you're a highly paid employee. Guess what? You get the axe. And now, after 15, 18 years at a company, you simply do not have the marketable skills to other organizations because you're so deeply ingrained in the organization you are. And trust me, every company tells you, oh, by staying here, you're building your career and you're becoming marketable. Maybe. Or maybe you're just doing what the organization wants because they need to meet their goals and you're making yourself less marketable and you're subjecting or you're putting your goals underneath the company goals which I say should at least be a balance, but at the end of the day, it should probably be weighed towards you. Put yourself first. You know, we got a new president, right? And I'm not going to comment on politics, but he says, put America first. You know what? You know where it starts? Put yourself first. Put your career first. You should be getting a little bit more out of this deal with the company than they're getting out of you. And this shouldn't be in balance. You can't be selfish. You can't be me first, me first, and really like tip the scales in the other direction because you will not be a great employee you'll be a pain in the rear employee a problem employee and that will not help your career but definitely focus on what it means to your career first before you focus on well I just need to be a loyal employee you know there's no gold watch at the end of 20 years anymore at the end of 20 years most people what they get is a pink slip and maybe a year severance if they're lucky and if you think a year severance is worth 20 years of your life well then maybe you are the right person to stay there for 20 years cuz I'm going to tell you A career is more important than a year's severance. So put your career first and really seriously consider making a move if you've been at your company for more than seven to 10 years and definitely urgently consider this when you're coming up at the 10, 11-year mark. Otherwise, you might get stuck and become a lifer. And I'm not sure you want to do that. Even if you think you do, you might look back at that and consider it a mistake. The next thing to look at is what is the future outlook of your company, right? So you might have a great career. Your career plan might align. You might have only been there three or four years. But the next thing to look at to decide whether you need to make a move is what is the outlook for your organization? Because sometimes you can do everything right, and the organization doesn't do its part, and you get hosed. You get let go. You don't have career growth because they say, ah, you know, you're doing a great job. We'd love to promote you but you know, we did the products, we're not doing that great, give us another year, right? And and sometimes that's okay, right? But you really need to be objective about what the future outlook of your organization is. Don't drink too much of the Kool-Aid, really look at in the marketplace, where's your organization, where's it going? And assess that as part of your formula for deciding when it's time to make a move. So in review, the things that you wanna look at when you consider whether you're being impulsive or making a strategic career move is, What's your relationship with your boss? How long have you been at the company? What's your career plan? And what's the outlook for your company? If you take some time to reflect on this, put it on paper, make this part of your career planning process, you'll have an objective way to determine when the right time to consider a career move is. And again, I'm not saying by making this decision that you're going to go out on 75 interviews that you're going to put desperately looking for a job on LinkedIn and apply to a million jobs. Remember, I'm saying, when is it time to become a passive job seeker? We've talked about it a bunch in this podcast, and maybe I'll have an upcoming podcast on what does it mean and what are the steps you need to take once you made a decision to become a passive job seeker. And if you can't wait, check out my book. This book will get you hired. There's tons of information on this very subject. It's available on audiobook. It's available for Kindle, and it's available in the old paperback. So get yourself a copy, and if you like what I'm doing... Hit that subscribe button, share it with your friends, be part of the Med Device Talent Community, and let's continue to advance our career together. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you have a fabulous and productive week, and continue to take good care.